Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Want to bring attention to our October road tripping. October 6th to the 9th, you can find us in Columbus at CXC. Stop by, talk some comics, check out the Billy Ireland while you're there. At the end of the month, October 28th to the 30th, you can find us at Baltimore Comic Con, a great comic book convention and the uh, birthplace of Cartoonist Kayfabe where we first started putting this channel together in 2018 so we'll be back at the end of october to uh celebrate that anniversary in the meantime you can catch me october 22nd at the jacksonville public library for a comic and zine fest this is our list for the 2022 official cartoonist kayfabe tober drawing prompts we will be posting this and sharing it on social media as we get closer to october and uh tag us in your drawings and we'll be posting and sharing those uh whenever we see them as well should be a very fun month and I always enjoy seeing uh, what people come up with for some of these. So in this case, it gets to be some of our favorite stuff that we'll see the uh, Kayfabe Nation drawing and representing. We are working cartoonists. The way you can support cartoonist Kayfabe is to buy our comics. Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness is in stores now. Two 40-page uh, issues tell the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk. The oversized collection, the treasury size edition, will be in stores in December for Christmas. Pre-order that now wherever books are, wherever you buy books. Uh, Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live from Image Comics, the collection of all of my Street Angel comics from Image, plus a few that weren't published uh, back in print, should be in comic shops any day if it's not already there. Red Room Trigger Warnings, the collection of the 2022 season of Ed Piscor's Red Room, coming to comic shops in September. You can still pre-order that if you haven't already, should be in stores in a couple of weeks, and you can see it, it exists. Uh, makes a very nice companion to the Antisocial Network. Those will look great on your shelf. Both are self-contained, so buy whichever one you come in contact with first. So today we're going to continue looking at Cliffhanger. We have seen uh, Danger Girl and Battle Chasers so far. This was kind of like late 90s, an attempt by Image to create some excitement with a new generation of cartoonists who had built some following and were going to get to do their own creations. The, the way I would describe it, uh, Cliffhanger, is like the, the art style of mainstream comics was evolving away from Jim Lee. It was uh, a little more humorous, a little bit more manga, anime inspired, Japanese comics inspired. You, ha you had J. Scott Campbell, you had Joe Matarera and Humberto Ramos like, like popping up sort of uh, at the tail end of that pack. Big eyes, more cartoony, big you know, feet, cl closer to the to the manga idiom, and they totally fit tidily together under this uh, imprint. It makes sense. Yeah, and it's been interesting to me because these are the three books that I remembered. Yeah, and uh, there are at least five. I think there might be six cliffhanger titles. I know Steampunk. Steampunk was so, oh, one yeah, of Steampunk, these. Oh, Steampunk, right. Yeah, that's the other one that I think of as like the main ones. Yeah. But I have found a couple more since then. So we may continue uh, diving through cliffhanger because some of it's very new to me. Jimmy, if you do that, I swear we're going to do more Age of Apocalypse. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> well maybe this will be the end of our cliffhanger coverage uh but the cool thing with crimson is i believe this was the longest running series of any of these things yeah. i think there were north of 20 issues of this published which speaks to maybe uh ramos's uh commitment to this idea which is about a young vampire hey adam warren on this cover mm -hmm. the variant cover here i thought that was kind of cool uh, to see him you know at this time because i mean he goes on to do a bunch of stuff 
the Flat Ancients. Storm. Yeah, I was going to say, he may have already been on that on that paycheck at this point. But you see Umberto Ramos as the pencils here and also a story concept with a couple of his buddies. I think from Mexico City, they talk about in the uh, in the back matter here, which is kind of cool. And um, Brian Augustine, did they work together at DC? Is that where he's bringing this writer in? Well, Brian Augustine w- would work at DC, but as far as I know, like Impulse, that's like uh, just Mark Wade. Okay, all right. Yeah, not, not somebody... Um, this was my first intro to Ramos. Like, I was not following him on his DC work. You know, uh, whenever there was news about this line and this book, you would get a little bit of backstory on him, but I wasn't reading his DC comics. So uh, pretty new to me seeing this stuff. And when I sat down this week to read this, I was so mad at this. I was mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) This is all like a creation story. Basically, Old Testament story of creation here. But it deviates from the Bible as we get to this point where there are some other non-human races, I I should say, which includes vampires and, and various monsters and fallen angels and things of that sort as we get further from the Bible and closer to the crimson world here, the modern day. Just start on this page. That's where I really started. I skimmed a lot of this stuff. Just uh, fucking start on this page. Like, like, okay, it's issue one. So you're going to, like, it's clear that you're going to put us through the paces of having to do, like, the origin of your character. But don't give us the origin of the fucking universe. Yes. For five pages. Not the most dynamic way to start your story. Holy shit. Talk about, like, let's just get into the car. You know, like, we can all understand a bunch of kids on a, on a weekend out fooling around. That makes perfect sense. We don't need a lot of explanation. And I think it's a stronger story if you hit the ground here without kind of like all that backstory. In Medias Race. But here we go. Maybe even right here. That's a good splash page. That is a good splash page. But this is part of our vampire gang, right? And kind of cool right out the bat. They attack these kids and they destroy them. Yeah, it's like we need a drink. But also we don't need competition. Kill these motherfuckers. Yeah, and it's pretty violent man they're ripping people apart it is but but this uh this art style is so incongruous to to the subject matter uh that it's just like you know whatever like i like i don't i'm never like horrified or anything no that's true i like there's an eight ball shout out i feel like that's not accidental it's accidental (laughs) these guys don't know eight ball Give give me a fucking break man this guy knows eight ball please so you get your vampire gang attacking these kids whenever one of these vampires shows up and pretty much rescues our hero. I guess our hero is Crimson. Yeah. Is that yeah his the name? thing about the about the style is it's so rooted in that exact period of time. Those like late mid nineties, Janko jeans, hookups, Pacific Sunwear clothes and shit like that. Like it's completely stuck right there. It hasn't aged well. And is just you know, it it's a nineties comic. You will not mistake this for anything but a nineteen nineties comic. Vampire Hunter as well. Of course. Got to introduce you gotta that. have one of those. Yeah. So you've got vampires bad guys, you got vampire hunters, and our hero is going to be a vampire. Yeah. And this it, is backstory of him falling out with his family. And it's it, it, like what's the point like I I like cool panel layouts and stuff, but like there's no real reason for there to be sticks. For, for the panel? Yeah, I don't know what the sticks mean. These are flashback panels. Right. So at least you're not getting your black line to denote that there's something different here. But um, There's nothing clever. Yeah. You're not, uh, it's, not, it's not clear why those would be sticks. Yeah. Unless and that's, it's not stakes. Well, I was going to say, that's the only connection I can make is like we're segueing somehow from the, uh, the arrows, right? The, the wooden stakes through the vampire heart to that. But 
Maybe a stretch there. Not sure what the thinking is behind it. Look at the eyeballs. Like talk about stylized eye, you know, stylized art. Like that's a wild face. All yeah. kind of proportions all over the place. That nose. There's a lot going on there. I kind of like it. Yeah, I don't. And uh, it's it's just like it's the derivative of like all the best of that stuff. And it kind of like like here's an attempt at all of. But it but he it does it doesn't have the lessons, you know. Like it. it there's something about like when you look at Matareras, it's tighter. Like it feels more solid. You feel the volume of the shapes and stuff. You never feel that here. Like he's definitely super stylized. So he has his own way of doing drapery and like you said, shoes, hands, for those tears. No mouth. I want to see this in black and white. This piece. Yeah. I would look at that. I actually prefer this to um, what, what's the Joe Mad. Battle, battle chasers. chasers. Yeah, I feel like this story yeah, well, well, is more interesting to me than that one. Well, the, the, there's a battle chasers image in here, and I'll, I'll take I'll take that out because all this stuff is just for the art, anyhow. Like that's very the stories true. are nonsense. So I'll take uh, Joe Maddie. He any also day. does the um, the two teeth instead of the incisors, just the the two teeth on the side that are your vampire fangs. Right. Usually they're like four teeth, and then you get the vampire fangs. Mm -hmm. Your incisors, your canines. Right. So that's a slight different variation. It's kind of cool because, because you know, <laughs> I wonder think, if Buffy is out at this point. I, don't I think, think so. it is. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it is. But uh, you know who would look like this man? This is '98. Is uh, Bat Boy from from like Weekly World News would, would, ha <laughs> would have his like uh, gimmicks like that? Also naked, but nothing uh, nothing there. No turtle tail between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> You see how wild, like, there's, like, underdrawing stuff that just feels, it feels like it's not there. And a lot of, like, design of, your, like, your pages and compositions and stuff, one of the things they say is, like, try to make it feel like it works as a silhouette. Like, just an outline. Like, that doesn't. Yeah, that would be a strange silhouette. This is that, there's a different proportion that's being laid on here. And it might come from Impulse. Again, I never looked at Impulse, so I can't really speak to that. But... There feels like there's an attempt to make this a teenage boy instead of like a dude, like an like a, an adult. Yeah, and uh, that's something we talk about. Usually, it's kids that are like the weird proportions, but in this case, I think that's what you're getting with some of this stuff. And it reminds me of that Neil Adams quote about like draw the thing that you're that you're thinking of, yeah, and not with what you not necessarily lines. know how to draw. Yeah, and I think that probably serves this well over time because at some point this becomes the codified, like, this is your 16-year-old boy, mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, a bunch of same-bodied men go running around, but you have to believe this is a kid. Right. And I have no idea what his story is, the guy that rescued him, trying oh, to you, teach him how to... You just had to read the first five pages. <laughs> is that right? Is he a good, I th I a think good guy so. within that? I think so. And, like, color is pulling a lot of heavy lift in with the lighting on the teeth and stuff. You know the other place that... Uh, Ramos, I think, comes from is something with Joe Quesada and Event Comics. I think he may have done a book with them because he shouts them out in the back matter as well. That makes sense, man. Because he's taken, like, there's Quesada pieces to, to this. There's Joe Mad pieces to this. There's J. Scott Campbell pieces. And he just distills it into his own thing. I kind of like this character design. Cool design. I feel like that's pretty neat. Cool design and also very 90s with the... Oh, yeah. Coveralls. And this the, is definitely and the baggy, very 90s. The baggy joints. Absolutely. But I don't mind that. Like, all of this stuff is, is pretty 90s, like this cliffhanger stuff. None of it had legs. No. You know, like, this is the, the closest to any of it is, is going on beyond that initial push. 
And I like that the gang has some of these various personality types. Feels like that's what he spent some time working out in the sketchbooks. You know, you get your guy with the cowboy hat. This dude's like, I feel like this dude is right out of like a Sergio Leone kind of Western. That's a weird angle. So we see the wanted poster, right? Turns out he's been out a month. <laughs> it's a fun narrative choice. But should he really go visit his family? He does, but he doesn't actually go in there. A little bit too much of a risk. He's very hungry for blood. Yeah. That's the story is that he's rejected all these uh, people trying to feed him blood. And they're like, well, it's going to happen. You'll become pretty much an animal and not be able to control yourself. So now that he's close to his family, what do you do? That's his little sister, you know. He sees her and now he's hungry. So he's starting to get ravenous. And I feel like that's a good image to end on. That's a real monstrous image. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind yeah, of but it's still cartoony. Like it's just I like cartoony. For, for yeah, I like cartoony too. Not for a vampire. Like what, what you're you're trying to sell me on like a big horror thing, and uh, it just you know it's incongruous. Doesn't doesn't gel together. Look at the outfit that he's gonna become. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we're gonna maybe this is a time a time trip or two back to Forty uh, Second Street. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's totally going to like a leather daddy bar. He's he's going to he's going to those bars from that Al Pacino movie Cruising. That's what that outfit's about. Did he do Deviate? Is that part of the, his credits? Yeah, I don't know. And if so, is that before, after, or during this? Yeah, I don't know. So there's your uh, credits page or uh, editorial page too to give some background of where he's coming from, how he gets to this point. And uh, okay, there it is, man. Buffy was definitely going on. Right. Like that's that's the chick. I think the movie came out in like '95. The movie so, was so like 1990. Then, like, uh, maybe it like was earlier, like '92. Because it wasn't this chick. No, it right. Was, it was. I forget her name. Yeah, I forget it too. I saw it in the theater. Yeah, with Luke Perry. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll cut that part. <laughs> Uh, but I do have a couple issues of these. Like, this is a series that I see in that dollar bins a lot. And uh, I appreciate the stylization. So I may read more of this. And I won't. Good to go? <laughs> I am. All right, Kfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, man? Hulk Grand Design is out there now in comic book form. Monster Madness. It will be available in December for Christmas as a oversized collection with a fluorescent green cover that you cannot miss and 40 extra pages or so of material. So... Pre-order that today if you haven't already. You can also join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see a lot more of my comics and download some of my out-of-print zines and minis. And you can pick up Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive that's been out of print for a year, back in print now from Image Comics. Red Room Trigger Warnings hitting the stands in a couple of weeks from uh, this recording. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit. It collects the 2022 season of Red Room Comics, but there's about 60 pages of additional stuff in uh, this book to kind of tie it all together as, as its own unit. Every story is completely self-contained, so grab any of the trades, grab both of the trades, any order, doesn't matter. Um, I'm, I have a link tree in the description below this video. You can order these comics, pre-order future comics, and my uh, Patreon has all of these comics up there for three bucks, plus I'm serializing strips that aren't going to hit paper until 2023, $3, all it costs support the uh support the comic that way what else do we have out there jimmy subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video another great way to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel jimmy giving the marching orders we'll be on our way read more comics